This is the Taz and Jim podcast. You know, it's a uh, it's a tough pill to swallow when you realize you're at an age where if you die, uh, you're no longer dying young. <laughs> I think I'm there. You're still no. If you died, you no know, people. Pretty young. Will, you know, people will die like when a rock star dies at seventy five. People will be like too soon. And of course, it's always too soon, but you know, 70. Could have eked another good four years yeah. out of her. 45, certainly. If you have a heart attack right now, you, people will say way too soon. You're still too young to die, obviously. Okay. But you're not the 27 club either. Right. It's not like. Or it's not like, only the good die young. Right. They can't I, I don't play think that I'd at your funeral. Classi- I wouldn't be classified as the good. I didn't die young enough to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It would be too in soon. The good. For sure, but you have to like you have to die on a motorcycle at nineteen to be you know only the good die yeah. young. I think like I am beyond leaving a good looking corpse. You know the old <laughs> say: die young, leave a good looking corpse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. You could. <laughs> you don't want to be in the the person tasked with embalming this thing. No, I'm gonna be pulling a lot out. <laughs> but oh, you never know. They could give you some Botox, tighten things up he a little. Looks so good. He looks so good. Whoever's doing my makeup, I'll probably have more color than I've ever had. When I'm... <laughs> this is very Tanya morbid. One last time, but you know when you get sick, like I've been off uh, with a cold for the past four days, and you, you really reflect on life. No, when I you're heard sick. you. I heard you say to Devin Peacock after sports, you said, "Every time I get sick now, I think uh, this is this it. I'm going to die." It. What a horrible way to live, Taz. Well, you get coming, sick three times a year. We're coming off a pandemic, you know. <laughs> know. We, they scared the hell out of us, with and you this survived stuff. it, and you got COVID. You're stronger than you think. Okay. You know what does feel good? It's like I was sick for four days and I did nothing. Sweatpants for four days straight. You do kind of feel like uh, an action hero when you finally decide to get back into your routine and you take the shower and you shave the beard off. Oh, like this is a montage. Right, like a me. montage. You yeah. shave the beard. You do sure. a little put deodorant on. You put jeans on instead of sweatpants. <laughs> and it's like. I'm ready to do it. Yeah, you put on your going out jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Gloves, pull the gloves down. Sure. Shh, shh. Yeah, close up. <laughs> Here we go. No Take fingers. No fingers on the gloves, of course. <laughs> Super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to be back. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. It's time to start thinking about what you want Santa to bring you as well. Mm-hmm. Do you think that uh, Santa can go back in time and plug the hole in the pipe that was leaking feces into the Hamilton Harbor for couple decades, Jim? <laughs> He's the only one that can help, I think. We need magic. You're our only hope, Santa. Oh, boy. 337 million liters of straight-up sewage. Is that a lot? It seems like a lot. <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of parts per million in the Hamilton Harbor that it leaked into, I don't know, but over 26 years... They're estimating 337 million liters of sewage leaked into the Hamilton Harbor from some Hamilton City sewer pipes. And after they traced it back, they they figured that the people who installed the pipes thought another culvert pipe was going to go in. So, you know, some of these pipes they have, you know, it's open at both ends and then in the middle as well. So it sounds like they didn't cover the the hole in the middle. So it's not like a hole developed over time. No, it's not wear and tear. It's not a crack They just never hooked the pipe up that was supposed to go into the thing and, and left a hole just... 
spewing poop into the the harbor. So yeah, I, I think essentially when it would uh, storm and it would the storm water would rise to a certain level, flush it would, right it would in flush there. go in there. Uh, right near uh, Burlington and Wentworth Streets. So if you ever took a dip in that area in the last decade, two decades, oh, God. Or if you've been wondering what that smell is. Yes. <laughs> Let's be serious. Never jump in any city river ever. Yeah. You know? In London, uh, the Thames River looks nice. You go for a walk alongside the Thames River. Good idea. Jump in with your mouth open. Bad idea. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. So they just fixed the problem Wednesday night. They just blocked the hole. And the city's water director, Nick Winters, this is a quote from him, staff very quickly were able to identify the uh, uh, the problem and repair the sewers in the air. Quickly identify? It was 26 years. Like, I, uh, Listen, you, you fixed it when you found out there yeah. was a problem, but there's nothing quick about this. Very quickly, after the lifetime of someone who has graduated from university, we have fixed the problem. <laughs> yeah. A murderer would have been in jail and out at this point, this is a life sentence has passed plus a year, and we finally quickly fixed the problem. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. So uh, Kanye West making some pretty interesting life choices. <laughs> you see, uh, he went on InfoWars yesterday, Alex oh, yeah. Jones. He out Alex Jones, Alex Jones. Yeah. When you want to rehab your image, go on InfoWars. Yeah. That'll make you less of a pariah. I uh, don't want to get into the nonsense he was spouting too much, but it seems like he's a Hitler fan. Boy, he's doubling down. <laughs> he's not backing off anything. This is called in the gambling game, pot committed. Yeah. He's going all in on this, apparently. At uh, one point saying, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. Huh. He loves it. So he's just saying, I love everything, no matter what. I I, I saw, I haven't heard it, but I've read a couple of transcripts of what, what he's saying. I think one of the things that may, bugs me the most is how many people are saying, Kanye's having a manic episode. He's not thinking clearly. And it's true. He has been diagnosed with bi- bipolar disorder. But can you not have that and also be ignorant or, or stupid? racist? Yeah, I mean, like... If he's going to take responsibility for all the great things he's done music-wise, he also needs to take responsibility for all the stupid crap he's been doing lately. Do you think he he might be having some mental problems? He was wearing a uh, gimp mask or like a sock over his head yesterday. But he wears stupid stuff all the time. When he was on Infowars, but like a full-on, like he just had like a... A mask or sock. Like a balaclava with no eye holes. With no eye holes, yeah. Or mouth hole. Yeah. I don't know if he thought that that would make the video go less viral because it's not his face attached to his Deniability. Words. I yeah. never said that. Prove that was me. That could have been anybody under that sock zip-up hoodie thing. Yeah. You know, people have called in the past, called Kanye a genius. Just a reminder, there's a fine line between Jesus and cuckoo. Well, you can be a genius at one thing, and all like just because you're a genius at math doesn't mean you're a genius at music, or just because you're a genius at music doesn't make you a genius in politics or history. Obviously, yeah. Said that Hitler invented the uh, the highway and the microphone, so he you know he's done some good. Uh, Asterix. Hitler did not invent the microphone or highways. Maybe the autobahn? Like, a highway is just a big road. I don't think it takes anybody to invent that. 
I don't know what he's doing, man. Yeah, I well, I mean, what happens next for Kanye? Because, you know, nobody can stop him from making music, but is he still going to be, like, because he announced that he's going to run for president in 2024. I don't see that going well. With Trump as his running mate, apparently. Oh, I don't know. But, I mean, after this, like, is there an album? Does he go away for 10 years and just say, I got I to just hide for a bit? Because I just don't know what the next move is. This is one of the greatest tests in my lifetime that I have seen uh, the old phrase, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, pushing it to the limit here. 100% he is. The Taz and Jim Podcast. I got goosebumps yesterday when I saw the trailer for the new Indiana Jones 5. I don't believe in magic. But a few times in my life... I've seen things, things I can't explain, and I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe, it's how hard you believe it. Oh, there it is! What a great song. A little disappointed with myself, though. I, I, I really let uh, the development of my whip skills go by the wayside. <laughs> Did you really think that was going to be your ticket? You know, there was a time in the 80s I thought uh, I'd be much more proficient with a whip as an adult than oh, I Oh, true. You find like a 10-foot piece of rope when you're a kid? <laughs> Wrap it around a branch? Or a uh, just a branch, like one of those things from a uh, weeping willow tree. Oh, yeah. We had weeping like willow trees in our schoolyard, yeah. and there were whip fights constantly at recess. On that note, too, I thought grappling hooks, we'd all have one. <laughs> you know? I haven't seen one. I've never grappled. <laughs> you, you, you say you got goosebumps. You're excited for this. The fifth Indiana Jones movie. Are you going to get your hopes up? The last one was, uh, was pretty meh. Harrison Ford is 80 years old. How believable is it that he's going to be jumping from trains? and? Well, he's just using the whip to get out of bed in the morning. That's right. Whoosh, uh, <laughs> my knees. That's not the, the, the cavern door opening. That's just your back cracking. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks good, man. Watching that trailer, it made me feel like a kid again, and that's what it's all about, right? Sure. Um, another trailer that dropped, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and the music in these Guardians of the Galaxy movies, has, they've been, it's been incredible. Sure. The songs that James Gunn has, has picked to be in these movies, and I don't think he has made a mistake with the tune they're using in this trailer. I'm done running. Space hog, baby! <laughs> Great jam. How much did the band name influence the choice of this song? Because of Space Hog? It's a, yeah, I know. I love this tune, but it, it might get, Space Hog might get the old the Kate Bush renaissance, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, dude, that is one of the 90s. That might be the greatest one-hit wonder of the 90s. It's a good one. 
Yeah. It's such a good song. I think it is It is one of the best. And it, it fits sure. in because Peter Quill, he had the tape. He had the Walkman with the, the tape that his mom gave him. But didn't he get a Zune yeah. at the end of the second movie? Which would be late 90s. Yeah, so he'd have 90s songs on yeah, there. I hope it's all 90s one-hit wonders. I hope Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sitta is also on the soundtrack. You That'd know what's another great one-hit wonder from the 90s? What? Space Lord. Oh, yeah. Space Monster Magnet? Space Lord by Monster Magnet. That's hey, another space-related one. Well, also Star-Lord, yeah. Space Lord. How mother, can, mother. And I said, how could they not put that song in the movie? I'm hoping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one looks good, too. A lot of trailers to, uh, to watch. If you're a fan of uh, big blockbuster movies, we'll post them on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you haven't seen them yet. I want to see you peacock. Let's talk NFL football with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Your beloved Buffalo Bills didn't have any issues uh, taking down New England last night. They went down early 7-3 to the Patriots. They were not crisp. They just don't seem like they're playing their best football right now. They've won three in a row. They're 9-3. and three. They have a half-game lead on Miami, so they're not playing bad. But if you go back to the start of the season, everyone was looking at the Buffalo Bills as one of, if not the teams uh, to win the Super Bowl this year. They are still in that conversation, but they just haven't played with the crispness, with the precision crispness. that like you that need one. to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they need to get a little crispier. <laughs> <laughs> well, expected to be dominant this Ex- season and not not to barely beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was tough. That was a close one. <laughs> that was a little, little, too, little tight. That was that was the opposite of crisp. But that's kind of soggy. It was soggy. It was a soggy win. But that's the way they've played this year. And you know what? If you do that in the regular season, you get by. That's fine. But so long as that does not become this ingrained thing in your head, where well, we can get through because we're the Buffalo Bills. You haven't won anything yet of consequence. You have to win those big games. Their record in in single-digit games is not great. Like, they blow teams out, that's good. But when the game is less than 10 points lead, they kind of struggle. And so you need to win those little battles to win the big battle. Who's your Peacock P-Lock of the week? I'm very stressed out about my uh, my Survivor League that I'm in. I'm running out of... I've run it out of good teams, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually thinking about going with the Cleveland Browns over the Texans this weekend, Dev. Well, I mean, this is the Deshaun Watson Bowl. Uh, Deshaun Watson making his season debut, his Cleveland Browns debut, traded from Houston to Cleveland in the offseason. Then he was promptly suspended for like half the season or more than half the season by the NFL, but he will be playing uh, this weekend in Houston. The Browns are seven-point favorites. Uh, the Houston Texans are a terrible team, uh-huh. so they're a good team to bet against rather than bet for the Browns. Could be a distraction in the crowd for Watson, though, I hear. Yeah, some of uh, the women who uh, sued him are going to be in the crowd. and so Massage therapists, he was, he was rolling over for the happy endings. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they were not happy about How it. How angry are they going to be if he wins, though, and plays incredibly? 
Because they're like, this is only going to be good for them if he like throws a bunch of interceptions and plays terribly. But if he gets a big W, it's going to be like it awkward. Might, it might take the wind out of their sails. I mean, the Texans are just a bad, bad team. So this is more a commentary about the the Texans than it is the Browns. He has been practicing with the Browns for the past couple of weeks, even though he hasn't been playing. So he does have, you know, first team reps with the team. Uh, one team that I, I've been picking all season long that keeps getting disrespected is the New York Giants. I mean, I love the New York Giants this year. They are home underdogs to Washington. I would like them. One team I actually kind of like this week is the Detroit Lions. Ooh, against the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, the Jaguars are one-point favorites, uh, so it's basically a pick em, but the Lions are at home. They played well last week. They've been playing well the past couple of weeks, so I kind of like the Lions. They've been putting up points all season. I think they're a better team than a lot of people would give them credit for. I agree. No, I think they're they're kind of finding their stride, the playoffs a bit out of reach at this point, but still, they're kind of playing for pride. A lot of these guys, I think, are playing for their jobs. Uh, Dan Campbell, the head coach, probably coaching for his job. So there's a lot on the line for the Lions. I hope he keeps his job. I love that maniac. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. The Taz and Jim Podcast. This holiday season, Pepsi wants you to drink Pepsi mixed with milk. Hmm. They're calling it Pilk. That's a gross word. <laughs> pilk. Pilk sounds like you peed in someone's milk. You know, like, I don't know. So the word itself just sounds off-putting. Yeah, almost like they didn't think that through. Yeah, it does sound pilk. like somebody peed in your yeah. in your soft drink. <laughs> it almost makes me want to uh, parf. <laughs> I was going to say puke, but there's already pee at the sure, start of that yeah, one. Yeah, muke. I might, I might palm it. <laughs> If I, if I try this, they're doing an advertising campaign, and why wouldn't you get Lindsay Lohan to be the voice and the spokesperson for Pilk? Here She'll we drink go. anything. She will, apparently. She'll put anything in her body. Nice. Ooh, naughty. Pepsi and milk. Pilk. Mm, that is one dirty soda. What? Dirty soda is apparently a new trend. People are putting all sorts of different stuff into their pop. So instead of mixing your your uh, soft drinks with alcohol, mm-hmm. you just mix it with other syrups, honeys, milk. Okay, you know what? Off the top of that, that sounded disgusting, but everybody loves a root beer float. And I don't know if I've ever actually had one, but people seem to love Ugh. those. That's kind of, that's I lived, cream. I lived through the heyday of the A&W float, Jim, and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Great time to be a kid. Sure, you and Jughead, you know, <laughs> heading down to the old diner. No, you go to A&W, they plop a, maybe I'm a pilk guy, hold on. Because <laughs> that's the closest I can think of. Right. And I remember in high school, I did, uh, you know, you do everything in high school, and I, I mixed beer with chocolate milk and also whiskey with chocolate milk, and I vomited violently later that night. Well, what is a white Russian? Milk with vodka. No, wait, what, what's all in that? Is there Coke in that too? Or it's like, uh, no, no. it's White Russian ingredients. There's See, two types of liquor. I've that, never been interested in, in drinking alcohol oh, with yeah. milk either. Okay, so white Russian is just vodka, 
coffee liqueur right. and fresh cream as well. Because that's kind of what this looks like. The same, the coffee liqueur is the same sort of color as a Pepsi. Yeah, but there's booze in it. Like you're get, you're, 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 there's a reason. You know, why be a mixologist for to be sober? <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, I don't need any mocktails. Well, some people do. And here's an option for you: milk and Pepsi. Enjoy some pilk and cookies. Santa's going to be furious if you leave that out on the table. Taz and Jim, who's this? Hi, this is Bill from uh, Port Stanley. Hey, Bill, what's going on? Oh, not much. On my way to work. Uh, you were talking about uh, the milk and pop thing there. Yeah. Uh, we used to drink a drink uh, years ago, probably still going around, is uh, the Paralyzer. Yes, I've heard what? of the Paralyzer. <laughs> But that's that an alcoholic clue. beverage, right? Uh, yeah, I had clue and milk in it. Then you put a good shot of pop in it, and people put vodka in, uh, in it. But I prefer tequila myself. But oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was all right. It's when you get tired of those thick drinks, eh? The pop seems to lighten it up. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you yeah, want to lose but... weight, put a little pop in your milk. <laughs> Good strategy, yeah, Bill. It does, sound gross. it does sound gross. Nice. Ooh, naughty. Pepsi and milk. Pilk. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Here is my favorite headline of the day, Jim. Mm-hmm. It's from the Associated Press. A hospital patient kept unplugging her roommate's ventilator because the sound was annoying. <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I understand. I because I have you ever slept in a room with a snorer? Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. Once you focus in on the noise, you can't fall asleep. But yes, but also white noise can make people sleep. And I would say the ventilator is closer to white noise than snoring yeah. is because it's a repeating pattern. That's true. I I, I do know some uh, some friends who use the CPAP machine. Oh yeah, yeah. Often they are snorers. And that noise is better than dealing with the snoring. Yeah, yeah. Hearing hearing the air being forced into their face while they <laughs> sleep. 72-year-old hospital patient in Germany unplugged her roommate's ventilator. Her, the roommate was a 79-year-old lady who needed the ventilator to breathe and uh, do, do other stuff like stay alive. Yeah. Um, she did it once. The hospital staff told her, don't do it again. Do you understand? Do not do it again. This is a life or death thing for the other woman in your room. Yeah, I understand. No problem. But then again, later that night, she was tossing and turning. (laughs) Unplugged it again. No way. Almost killed her. Doctors had to revive the woman who was on the ventilator. Luckily, she made it. But a 72-year-old German woman has been arrested. She was in court on Wednesday. She's facing charges for attempted manslaughter. That's what I was going to say. Like, if she she unplugs it once and doesn't know any better, but once you get warned, you're now attempted murderer, murdering somebody, in my opinion. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. That little little thing is annoying me, that little beep, beep, beep. (laughs) Going to unplug that one, too. Yeah, Beep. beep. Oh, it's louder now. I made it worse. And we've got our World Cup correspondent, 
slash expert. Do you remember mm-hmm. calling him an expert? Absolutely. Martin Butler Journalist. joins us. Butler, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. I think, uh, were you worried about the threat of me going on TSN, Jim? <laughs> yeah, well, we don't want to give you too many accolades or else you get poached by oh, no. somebody else. Yeah, for sure. I've got a, I've got a face fit for radio anyway, so we're all good. <laughs> Join so the club. Butler runs a big uh, World Cup pool every every uh, time the tournament is played. Raises money for the Children's Hospital in London. Uh, how many people just totally chunked it in the pool, man? You got to think, whoever's leading in that thing, right? Like, is it a dog or something? You know, like... Well, <laughs> Actually, all, you know, all those ladies that pick teams based on colors and places they've visited, uh, they're tending to be, uh, they're rising to the top. That also makes sense why I'm tied for fifth. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the best I've ever done in any of these tournaments. And this is the first time I've looked at the bracket and tried to, like, guess who was moving on. But I just got lucky because it has been a very wild World Cup. There, this has to be the most upsets in World Cup history, no? Oh, yeah. Well, with the Germans going out, they went out in the last World Cup as well at the same stage. So okay. it's two in a row for them. But, I mean, Belgium, you know, the golden era, that's, that's, that's finished. Uh, I'm, you know, surprised that Qatar have gone out. I'm really, you know, surprised about that. I thought they'd, they were starting to fiddle it right from the start with that first penalty call. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, yeah, like, um, you know, it's Germany, Belgium gone. Potentially, yesterday, Spain were going out as well mm-hmm. at one point. What about Wales? I know Wales lost a big uh, upset game, but are they still in the tournament? No, uh, Iran got the better of them, and uh, then England finally put the final nail yeah. in their coffin. And that, that was another team you were talking far. about being a, a like a spoiler team in the tournament, and they're gone yeah, too. I thought, I thought Denmark would be a spoiler team. I thought Wales would be a spoiler team. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's good, though. It keeps it fresh. You know, it, if, it's, if it's just home all the time, you know, the, and if we follow format, then... It gets a bit boring. So, you know, it's great to have these surprises. And, you know, Senegal making it through to play England in the next round. So Sunday's going to be some fun. Butler, tell us about uh, your thoughts on Team Canada's performance. I was, you know what, I was so excited. And I think, you know, a lot of the people on, on are echoing the same sentiment. We're so pumped about the Belgian game and they played so well. Um, and, you know, they just, just didn't have enough to beat Belgium. I really thought they could go and get a result against Croatia. Started off well, great, great goal. You know, we broke that duck about getting a goal in the World Cup. And then I just think naivety settled in, you know, and then a 40-year-old midfield kind of uh, spoilt it for us, you know. But when you're playing against one of the best players in the world, uh, we're a bit naive, and I think that killed us. And then uh, Boyan had a a bad day at the office yesterday. But uh, you know what? There's nothing to be ashamed of in anything that they did, and I think it, it bodes well for 2026. Yeah, uh, and Japan, too, also another dark horse that made it through. Uh, what do you think about their chances? Great. Well, they're, they're in Brazil's side of the, the bracket, so they're going to have the toughest road. I think they've got Brazil, they've got Spain there to get past. But, I mean, they're not scared of anybody. It's pretty obvious when you, when you beat uh, Germany and then you go and beat Spain. They're not afraid of anybody. And they clean up after themselves. Honestly, I'm rooting for Japan at this point. Yeah, I think I might be too. Yeah. So who do you think's moving on? We still have some big teams in, in left here. We got England, like you said, Brazil, uh, Netherlands, France are still in the running here. Is Who's Bra- the new favorite after yeah. all that craziness? Brazil's always going to be the favorite. You know, they, they haven't had a goal scored against them yet. They're, they're playing again today to finish their, their group games. Um, Argentina have started to play now. Um, France have they had a bit of a blip at the end there, but they were playing their second string team. So all, all the big favourites, you know, I think the USA may have a chance of upsetting Holland as well. But you know, but you know, we still got Portugal through, 
So, you know, we're still deciding who Portugal are going to face in the next round. But uh, it, it's very interesting. It's, it's wide open. I, I don't see a firm favourite other than Brazil and maybe Argentina. I learned a harsh lesson uh, gambling on the World Cup. Never bet on the team who's already made it on to the next round. I put a no, lot of money never. on France, and then they started all their B squad. Obviously, you want, don't want any of your stars to get injured. Oh, so I put so like you, a t- they, they were, were playing, playing a Tunisia. game for nothing. Yeah, and they're playing Tunisia, and like I was like, oh yeah, Tunisia's a country. I forgot they were even in the World Cup to begin with. So the France is going to walk away with this one. I lost like uh, too much money to even say, but uh, wow, like three hundred bucks. Come on. I, yeah, I thought it was That's your biggest loss yet, Jim, you knucklehead. I know. Stupid. Yeah, you never bet on those teams that have already made it through, especially if they've got uh, those that political allegiance as well, because Tunisia is a French colony or former French colony, so they they're not, the not going to embarrass them, right? Yeah. Damn. So stupid. I was drinking when I made the bet, so I'm blaming it on the alcohol. Butler, thank you for your time. We'll check back in with you, and uh, we appreciate you giving us uh, all those incorrect picks uh, when we talked to you a couple <laughs> weeks back before this tournament started. All right, hey, enjoy the weekend's games. You please. weren't the only one. You weren't the only oh, one. I know. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.